Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach and as always I'm joined by Christian Garcia. What so up man? I was doing the Dalton dance and it's it's because Cody like every time we record he does like he has to do three claps to, to like sync. Clap, clap. And it just always reminds me of the Dalton. Yeah. Like, so he's like the wackiest. Yeah exactly. When he's like he's like being his most stereotypish. <laughs> So big news in the nerd with friends world. We are now part of a new podcast network, Age of Radio. Yes, sir. So uh, you may start to notice. Who knows? If I set everything up right, you probably just got through an advertisement or two, for either for another podcast or some delicious product, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's a, it's, it's a cool move for us. Uh, thanks to uh, Joey, who yes. uh, helped set everything up for that. Um, you know, it's cool cool to be part of a network where, you know, other like-minded podcasters are working together to, you know, increase their audience, learn and grow. You know, they, they sell equipment and stuff, even though our equipment's pretty choice, you know. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited about joining. I'm excited, too. So, uh, you know... It, you know, we will be taking little little breaks, you know, in between for a commercial break. But we appreciate you guys listening. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, don't worry. You're still ad-free until YouTube decides that we're worth money. Yeah. So We're getting there. Good on ya. We're getting there. <laughs> Good, we are getting there. Um, We're currently recording this and not watching the pre- vice presidential debate. That's right. But, you know, that's not going to be as much fun as the uh, regular presidential one, I think. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I, I don't feel like we're really missing that much, you know, but who knows? Maybe Pence stabs Kamala Harris. Yeah. You know, I mean, who knows what happens. It would be on brand with 2020. Yeah, exactly. You know, I bet she's going to do odds are, pr- odds are he just violates her rights. You yeah. Know? That's that's more his lane. Yeah. You know? he might fuck up and call her mother. Who knows? <laughs> Mommy. Um, Which to me, if you call your partner mother, you're fucking weird. All right. I, I, that song. Mother is weird, but like, hey, ma. Like that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. But mother, Mommy. yeah, yeah, mother, Mama. that's like you're definitely still breastfeeding from her or something. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Get out of here, phone call. Um, yeah, uh, definitely, definitely a weird guy that uh, Mike Pence. But uh, you know, honestly, he's a little bit more stable than Trump. Yeah, but he's more like hands made fucking crazy, like yeah. handmade tail. Like, oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the type of crazy. Like he's like cool and collected on the outside, but on the inside he's fucking nuts. Yeah, on the inside he wants like sex slaves and for sure. And like you know, dude, the guy can't. What is cherish the fruit or whatever they say in that? You, I don't, he cannot be in another room alone with a woman. That's fucking insane. That can be said for most of the Republican Party, <laughs> I'd say. It's like either like what you think you're so fucking attractive that this woman is not going to be able to control herself or you have no fucking self-control and you're going to go fucking insane and do something stupid. It's true. I mean, you know, it's it's not his fault. I mean, it's the way she was dressed. Silver fox you. Yeah, exactly. Can't, women can't stay away from him. But we got we got freaking political enough on the last episode thank you everyone for listening to that hopefully you're getting out there and voting uh make sure you go to like vote.org if you have any questions on that but let's get back to some nerd shit and let's do some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds you want to go first or you want me to go first i go first uh so missed Good, out I, 
Last... forgot what I was going to do. <laughs> I was trying to do watch new horror movies that I haven't seen this uh, spooky Halloween season, which I always think it's weird when people call it spooky. Anyway, so spooky season. Saw Willow Creek, uh, which is a film by Bobcat Gold with Whites. I always forget how to say his Goldthwait. Um, He did a mockumentary of a couple looking for Bigfoot. It's not that long. It's like an hour, 20 minutes. I really liked it. I don't think it's going to be for everyone. Um, I After watching it, I did a little bit of research. I'm like, shit, I missed something big, so I need to go back and rewatch it. But I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I wasn't scared by it. I could imagine maybe someone being scared by it, but I, I enjoyed it. It's You might like it. Probably. You usually hate everything. Probably like. not. Um, though I do, like Bobcat Goldthwait is actually a pretty good um, good filmmaker, so it, it could be good. You know. But your taste in movies, I just can't trust it anymore. <laughs> you know, he's one of those guys that actually believes in Bigfoot. Like he believes Sasquatch. He's, he's... Oh, I believe that. Yeah, he's a weird enough dude where I can <laughs> see that tracking for sure. <laughs> but uh, it was good. Check it out. Uh, it's on Netflix. You know, It's not too much time investment, hour, 20 minutes. My nerdy confession, I would say, hmm, I have a couple decent ones. I'm trying to think of which one would be the best one. I guess my nerdy confession this week uh, is I, I'm really excited that Star Wars Squadrons came out, um, which is it's, a, it's on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation 4, I believe, and it's also available in PlayStation VR and Oculus. Um, so you can play it completely virtual, and it, it's essentially it's just a Star Wars, you know, space dog dog fighting uh, game where you can be either the Rebel Alliance or the Empire, and you can fly Tie Fighters or X Wings and A Wings and all all the various. For the wings. Oculus, I'm assuming it's the higher standard one, right? Not uh, not the lower end one. It's definitely the like the full one for the computer, you know, like yeah, the damn it, not the not the Go or whatever. I would have done it for that because I have the the Go, whichever one it is. Yeah, I have I have the little single controller one, yes. which definitely will not work on that. Mm. Yeah, that thing's only good for porn. Let's be real. <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, it's like the first thing that everyone does with a VR headset when they first get it. I'm not even lying. I haven't really. Well, you're wrong. No, I, I would I'd fucking say it if I did. I, I, I haven't. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not true that you haven't used it. I'm just saying you're wrong for not. Oh not no, no. Now that that seed has been planted, I'm definitely going to do you're it. You're going to fucking plant that seed tonight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, anyone who says that they're not doing it is either, you know, sus for sure, <laughs> or like, or they're lying. Um, I just honestly, I've I've gotten it was a zombie game um, where you're like in a in a saloon and you're just shooting like these zombies that are coming at you. I think I got it for free. That's been a lot of fun. I'm not gonna lie. And I <laughs> I did that in like a Japanese uh, oh, sex tour. No, because oh, yeah. I, I knew because your mind was there. No, it was like a tour like um, where you can just kind of look around. Like someone was walking with I guess like a 3D. Oh, okay. And you get to walk in the Japanese crowd. That and a roller coaster. Interesting. The roller coaster was kind of fun, but it just never. I guess I, I didn't think you. What do you search like? How do you actually? Yeah, educate me and and the fucking internet on how you search for porn with. Uh, well, I mean, there's websites that you know. There's a, a list I can give you after the show for sure. So do you have to go like <laughs> Oculus VR porn? You or? just you just Google VR porn and it'll pop up there. It's on Pornhub. What? Yeah, it's it's like a category. What? Yeah, yeah, and then um, a lot of times you'll you'll either like tell it which which you know headset you're doing. So you say Oculus Go or or V uh, HTC Vive or whatever it was called. Um, but yeah, there's uh, there's other websites out there where you can straight up like download things from. <laughs> um, not that I've tried it. I mean, that's I've read all. a couple articles on it. You know, yeah, did it re- did some research, a report on it. Had to do my due dil- diligence. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I had to make sure where it was so I wouldn't find it. Yeah, I wanted to make sure I knew what sites to avoid. Exactly. But um, back to Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, it is a really cool game. Um, I will say, you know, first of all, it's only $40. So don't get your don't get your hopes too high that, you, that you're getting, like, a really in-depth game. Um, there is a story mode and a multiplayer mode. Um, 
And in the multiplayer mode, there's like two different, you know, matches that you could do. There's dogfighting, which is just straight up PvP, you know, fighting against other ships. And then there's fleet battle, where you fight against other ships, but you're also trying to take down capital ships, like the Star Destroyers or the, you know, I forget what the Rebel one's called, the Mon Calamari or whatever. And I, I talked to you about this outside of the podcast. I just, I haven't really played like an airplane or flying game that I can remember that was amazing since like maybe Star Fox on 64. Like that was probably the last one that I was obsessed about. And I can't really think of another one that, well, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I'm not a big like flight simulator. Like I never got any of the ACE combats or anything like that. Um, but I will say when it comes to star Wars, it's, it's really fun flying in. Like, you know, I like the a wing a lot. That's like one of my favorite ones. Um, and cause you know, the controls are actually really in depth, which is really fun. Like you can really bank around or like do like a, like a, you know, that move that Poe Dameron did where yeah. he like did the like power slide and yeah, spun yeah. around. You can do those. Um, and then, you know, and, and do like barrel rolls and shit like that, you know, back to your Star Fox days. Yeah. Do barrel roll. Um, and then, uh, but one thing that's really interesting about it is you can actually kind of manipulate the power of your ship. So you can say like, hey, I want to redirect power to my thrusters or my shields Hmm. or my weapons. And depending on what you do, like if you do it to your weapons, yes, you can shoot down your your enemy faster um, because your lasers hit harder and they recharge faster so you don't have to like. But your shields are down. But your shields are lower and you can't move as fast and that sort of thing. And then when you're doing the shields too, another cool thing about that is you can actually like redirect it towards the front. Or the back. Hmm. So if you're getting chased by some dude and you can't shake him, you can move it towards the back so you're more heavily shielded back there. Or if you're making a bombing run onto a Star Destroyer, you can put it all towards the front so as you fly into it, you're better shielded. So really in-depth controls. It looks amazing. Like the environments that you're flying around in, it's not just open space. There's always like a planet or an asteroid belt or some sort of nebula or something flying around you. So there's stuff to look at. Um, and it looks great. The interiors of the cockpits look awesome. Um, there's no microtransactions, which is really cool. At least not yet. You know, who knows what, what there could be. But you can, like, give your ship different paint jobs. You can get a little bobblehead to be in your cockpit as you fly or a little lucky dice or whatever. Can I get a Baby Yoda? Uh, I don't know if that's in there yet, but I'm sure it will be. I mean, you know, they're going to cash in on that Baby Yoda any way they can. Maybe once the Mandalorian comes out, they'll, they'll release it in there. But, yeah, 40 bucks, it, you know, it's, a, it's worth checking out for sure. It's uh, definitely definitely worth the money. Um, and, you know, I think it's, it's one of those games where if, if you like Star Wars, it's, it's worth it just to, like, fly around and – some weird sounds coming yeah. outside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you like Star Wars, it's a uh, – oh, it's people spinning donuts is what it is. Jesus. <laughs> Love San Francisco. Um, Even with the new studio. Yeah, can't get away from it. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's it's really fun. Um, and, like, I'm not be, not being a big flight sim guy. I didn't feel like there was a huge learning curve. Like, But I have gotten better the more I've played it. See, like with through- it does have a good story mode where you bounce on both sides, the rebels and the what Empire. threw me off was Battlefront. You know, Battlefront had the aerial battles sure. that, that was not great. So I just figured, but oh. That's like a game within a game, you know Yeah, and I, mean? I just figured, oh, it's going to be more like that. But since, from what you've been saying, I'm like, okay, I'm more open to getting yeah. it. I think it would be a really good game for VR because you can actually look around in the cockpit kind no, of No, when you said Oculus, I mean, shit, I have one. I'm like, I'll get it. But I figured it was going to be the, yeah. the higher end one. Maybe PS5 will come out with the updated PlayStation um, VR kind of thing. and. When are we getting the update for uh, Ghost of Tsushima? Um, I, like I feel it, the PlayStation's like right around the PlayStation Five is right around the corner, and yeah, they said it was coming out before. I think it's this month. I think it is in October, um, and they added more to it too. There's going to be a game mode plus, nice, where you can start back at the beginning of the game with all of your upgrades, okay. and then you can unlock special, you know, charms and uh, like cosmetic items and forgive that me, you can only get in the game mode plus i don't remember the name of the company but good for you fucking guys for putting that out there for free it's not something you have to buy that's amazing yeah uh sucker punch is, is oh, the nice. company um yeah i mean 
uh, you know, it's funny. I was talking with my friend Anthony, who you know is a guy who called in the show yeah. and we were trying to pre-order the PS5. And you know, he's he just finished it because um, I like I kept telling him like, dude, get this game, get this game. It's so awesome. And he did it, and it's like it's so crazy because that game, you know, like coming as late as it did with this little hype up around it like there was hype you know like i like I, I had said, no idea like i said I, I remember it was from e3 like two or three years ago i remember the the first little like t- teaser trailer i was like fuck that game's gonna be awesome but then it kind of you know kind of died out and like we hadn't heard much about it um and but i i remember like i'm like dude i'm getting that game once it comes out and when it did it's like Came out of nowhere, kind of. It like it's one of those things, like, oh shit, this game came out this week, you know. And and I went and grabbed it real quick, and it was just like, god damn, that game is so good. And you know, and now they're doing the thing where, yeah, the the multiplayer expansion and the game mode plus is a free update. So it's like, like why why can't more game companies do that? You know, because they want the money. They want that money. See, but I think a move like this guarantees. Like I, the next thing that Sucker Punch does, I'm gonna fucking buy. A hundred percent. Because like of what this movie is, like I, you know, they've gained my trust. Don't fuck it up, you know. Yeah. But let's see what they do next. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I think it's going to be uh, definitely an awesome, you know. Like I really enjoyed the infamous stuff, which I think is what they also mm-hmm. did. I think that was them, right? Yes. Um. I. Or did inf- or was the infamous games? Was that the company that did Spider Man? No, no, no. Uh, it was it was infamous. Infamous one was good. I enjoyed two a lot more. Yeah, well, I mean, it it's one of those things where um, where you know the first game that came out was like the trial. You know, the first idea of like what what could we do. Um, and infamous two is like oh they really polished it. Maybe the story wasn't as good. I'm trying to remember if I if I liked it or not. It was in Seattle. Uh, yeah, Native American. It was still really good though. It, I remember. I liked the story. You know, we, his brother was a like um, the superpowers were awesome. Yeah, his brother was like a police officer. And he's trying to you know point his brother in the second right direction. Son. Oh, I was thinking of Second Son. That was the latest one. Man, they had some bangers, man. Yeah, Infamous one and two and Second Son, which I think is technically three. And, but that's and the then, thing is that they take a lo- and that's fine. You know, they take a Festival long time. Of Blood. I never played. What's that one? I don't know. They that's, take a long time game. to put out a game, but once it comes out, it's great. You know. I'm just gonna look at this Festival of Blood <laughs> Infamous game. Infamous Festival of Blood is a single player game for download via PSM. Vampires Swarm New Marais. I'm already in. <laughs> Cole McGrath has been bitten. Save his soul. Oh, dude, what the fuck? That sounds like it took when a fucking th- different turn. When did this game come out? God, that seems fucking awesome. I'm gonna try to remember <laughs> remember that for when <laughs> when I got it. I'll I'll remind you. Yeah, I'm just gonna save it on a little tab here. Oh, is a PS3 game? What the fuck? <laughs> Crazy. Well, good job, Sucker Punch. You're still you're still bringing me in. <laughs> All righty. Well, that's the end of Nerdy Confession. So we're gonna take a quick break. And then after the break, we'll be back with the rest of the show. So here we go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. That was a great ad. Such a great ad. It was so amazing. It was so good. That product. I totally endorse that product. Yes. No matter what it is and or who it's for. Get it. Get now. it and put it either on or in you. Or consume. Or either in, on or in. Insert. Or up. Whichever. Or up. um so one thing we wanted to talk a little bit uh, about today was uh hbo max's show raised by wolves but before that uh we have to come clean we uh we're actually we were sent this cool very cool comic book by um a fan of ours and i well at least i hope he's a fan let's he is now he is now i mean maybe not because we took like a month to review his comic it was longer than a month (laughs) 
Was it longer than it was a month? longer than a month? Well, we are sorry. Um, oh, here it is. Uh, yeah, so the comic book is called Broken Gargoyles, um, and the guy who sent it to us was uh, uh, Bob Sa- uh, Sally. Is that what we decided on? Or Sally? Sally. Forgive Sally. us. Forgive us if we mispronounce your name. It's one of those ones that's open to interpretation, like Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> so many people agreed with me on that. Yeah, it's one of the few times. There's people, a lot of wrong people out there, Christian. So many. There's so many times where people don't agree with me. It felt good. Even it people, felt good to have someone on your side. Yeah, and it was even what was better is the people that normally like being against me. Yeah, were even like, were, nah, nah. You got him this time, yeah. Christian. <laughs> um, but broken gargoyles. It's available uh, from Source Point Press and Oxeye Media. Uh, you can go to oxeyemedia.com. And order yourself a copy. Um, I think it's a, open for a pre-order right now. It uh, should be. Oh, number three is uh, issue three is uh, for pre-order. So Bob was kind enough to send us. Uh, we got issues one and two. Yeah, and the art is amazing. The um, art is amazing. I'll it, put some up for you guys to see on the YouTube. Um, it's kind of a. Uh, I didn't know. Now I didn't know this was a technical term. Like I knew, I, I knew exactly the world, kind of the world that this took place in, like the the aesthetic. I've I've seen that before, but I didn't know it had a cool name. It's called Diesel Punk. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Steampunk, but I was like, but there's it's no not steam. Steampunk. Yeah. but it's it's the same idea as Steampunk, but it's diesel powered instead of steam powered. So instead of like the Victorian era, this takes place in like World War One era or immediately following World War One. So it's it's as if the world kind of continued on and technology advanced based off of the technology of that time. Yeah, it was great. Pretty cool. Yeah, um, and. We won't give too much away, um, but basically, it's about some people who have come back from that uh, from World War One, damaged in different ways, and then they're kind of you know they're trying they're out to try to change the world and whatnot. Um, but yeah, check it out. The artwork I was very very impressed with. Um, so super cool. Again, it's called Broken Gargoyles. Uh, again, you can find it oxymedia.com um, or Sur- Source Point Press. That's a hard one to say. Yeah, it is. Oxy is a lot easier. Um, by checking it out, you can also just Google it. You'll, you'll find it up there. Issue three coming out October 28th, just in time for Halloween. I might have to pick that up because, like, they, it, I'll, I'll admit, issue two left on kind of a cliffhanger. So now I'm kind of excited <laughs> to find out what comes up next. But, uh, yeah, you should go check it out. Bob did an excellent job. We're sorry this took, like, a month and a half to, to for us to review it. But we, we read it immediately. Yeah. We just, you know, with we the world falling apart and the PS5 debacle, you know, it just I'm still so mad slipped through the cracks. But uh, it was very, very good. Okie dokie. Now, on to the issue at hand, Raised by Wolves. So good. On HBO Max. And if, if you know, I'll say it again, though we've said it multiple times, HBO Max is putting out some freaking bangers. Yeah, dude. They are killing the they game. They fucking came out hard. Yeah, and it's so crazy because, you know, talk about, like, you know, Ghost of Tsushima where it came out of nowhere. HBO Max, I thought, was just, like, a rebranding of their streaming thing, but now it's, like, no, it's a whole new contender with Amazon and Netflix and all that stuff for making original content and having a really good selection of not original content, too, you know. (laughs) But Raised by Wolves, so so what is it, Christian? What's the show all about? Man, that's that's a tough. Okay, so it it. it I needed a water break, so I needed you to. <laughs> so it's a, a religious group. Uh, so it's atheists and religion that are going after each other. It's not Christianity. It's called Soul. Very similar. Uh, uh, it has some other weird name though. It's like um. Uh, we'll continue. I'll find, I'll figure out what the what the other name is. So the groups, the Soul followers, decided that they just needed to get rid of atheists and they go to war. And I don't know how much we want to give away, but so... Oh, we will say there is going to be spoilers in this if you have not seen Raised by Wolves. So, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! (laughs) So... It's been a while since we've had to spoil something. Yeah, so it immediately starts off the show where um, an atheist ship goes off to try to find a planet where humans can continue. So there's two androids, mother and father, and they land and they start to try to restart humanity and you know for being android parents and not needing to sleep not needing to eat and they could just watch kids all the time they're very bad at watching these kids very very bad (laughs) it's like 
Well, I mean, I feel like I feel like they were good for several years, and then like they're like, oh, now all the kids are dead. <laughs> you know, like one kid falls off, you know, into a little, uh, not a little, a big hole, it's a gigantic big, hole, Christian. But like, it's like wh- you can't I be feel distracted. Like if they, they, I feel like if they were living there that whole time, they should have put up like a handrail, or right? Something, you know? something. It's a gigantic hole in the ground. <laughs> Like you don't need to sleep or eat. You can't get tired. You just watch them. That's your whole job. Um, so yeah, slowly a bunch of these kids, and this happens early on. I'm not even. I think it's like first episode. All the kids get get taken out except for yeah, one. Yeah, I think. Oh, they're called like the the Mithraic. That's, that's right. That's who they are. But they 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 pray to Soul. Soul is the is their god that they that they uh, that they worship. Um, yeah, and and what's cool, and so basically, these two androids, mother and father, came and they basically like incubate these babies yep. out of like pile of goo. Yeah, instead of a, a womb, they're just like in a little box. They're goo. just in little like mason jars. <laughs> <laughs> Got the little scoby on top where yeah. they dig them out. And, and I guess mother's blood also works like milk because that's what was being fed to the babies. That's true. Yeah, it's it's, it's android blood seems like an all around. Yeah, substance that you need to have and later on. Sprinkle it on on salads. You know, you you can disinfect your countertops with it. Mm-hmm. Make babies. Oil grease. Oil, yeah, grease and wheels. You notice that? Uh, so this was uh, uh, produced by Ridley Scott and Scott Free Productions, which is his production company. Um, I was really hoping he would tie this into the Aliens universe. Well, Not that, too sure. That's but. what I was gonna say. Did you notice? That the androids have white blood, yes, just like the yeah. and, just like in Aliens, and then, I mean, yes, they fight some interesting creatures. The creatures could almost be related to like the Prometheus architects, you know. So I want to, I mean, I'll jump in and I want I want your thoughts on this. So I'm gonna fast forward to the last episode. I mean, uh, super spoilers. <laughs> okay, so mother. Gets pregnant. Yeah, she does. Ow! <laughs> so, at when she gives birth, it's a it's a, like a really gross looking um, like worm, a worm like, snake, a flying worm snake. So they decide, like, all right, we this thing's feeding on me. It's gonna feed on the kids after. So they decided to sacrifice themselves. Yeah. So they go inside the giant pit where the little girl fell, and then they come out through the other side. Yeah. And then this snake thing, or this little worm thing, turned into a giant snake thing. Yep. So, I don't know if I'm reading this correctly, but they went back in time. I'm guessing. Hmm. Because when they get there in the beginning, there's giant snake skeletons. Bones, yep. And then there are, like, the creatures that they're eating that they hunt are human-like. So, I'm wondering if, like, they went back in time and they created, or somehow, I don't know, maybe she's got more kids in her body, but they make more humans... And also, eventually, in that same episode, in the last episode, she runs into a device with it looks like a necromancer. So she's a necromancer made by the soul people. Uh, yeah. That- Ooh, man, when she first went necromancer mode on... on so I, I guess we should mention, too, so this is on a, a alien planet far, far away. It's called Kepler-22b or some shit like that. Yeah, 22b. I got it. Nailed it. <laughs> um, and... You know, the androids got there first several years ahead of time because they can travel faster than humans can. Yeah, because they don't have to eat, don't, sleep, or anything. Yeah, or like, and they can deal with G-forces and all that shit. Um, and then several years later, once their kids are like, I don't know. I don't know how old kids are. Eight, nine. Like, how old do you think Cambion is? Can, uh, 11, 12, maybe? Maybe. Who knows? 11, 10, 11. Children are tough. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what their ages are. But several years later, this this arc full of the Mithraic people come and it, you know, basically uh, it's hovering. But um, they send out like a little landing party um, and the landing party basically tries to capture Mother. But she she awakens this necromancer ability inside her, which necromancers were these crazy, awesome, like war androids. Built by the Mithraic people. Built by soul. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, and they just like fly around. Like fucking, like like uh, very very Christian Judeo Christian like imagery. There. Then she screams and turns people into mush. Yeah, yeah, she just screams and lets out a blast, and it just like vaporizes people. And so this kind of awakens in her while they're trying to kidnap her son, Cambion, and um 
And so she kills a bunch of these guys who were down the landing party. And then single-handedly. Goes up into their ship up in orbit and, like, single-handedly obliterates, like, everyone on there. Sets it to crash into the planet. And she rescues several children. She takes, like, five. I don't know. Six is the weird number of kids that they wanted to raise. Yeah, exactly. So with Camby and they had one. And then she took five. Yeah, and then she they took had five six. other kids. And so, and then crashed the Ark. But there were survivors. Not very many, but there were a few. Um, and they're kind of the rest of the series. She's kind of dealing with them and the kids, and trying to find out who she is and why she was programmed to raise these kids and stuff. So usually, I don't like shows where I don't know where things are going or there isn't a clear idea. This show was like that, but it held my attention. Like I really didn't know like if it was going to be religious based, if it was going to be heavy science based, and it does a good mixture of. Both, like you don't really know where things are going, because there's a I, forget, I don't remember the actor's name, but Ragnar from um, uh, Vikings. Oh yeah. So he's uh, he and his wife. Actually, I don't know if they were married or just ended up together. Anyway, they they were they were at least together before they like stole those people's faces. So there's two atheists, and they they they're this goes back. They go back into the history. There's two atheists, and they know they're losing the war. Travis Fomel is his name. There we go. So they know they're losing the war. They know the atheists are going to lose, and Earth is about to be destroyed. So they find that there's two of uh, the Mithraic folks that are mm-hmm. going to be on the ship. They kill them, and then they take their faces. Yeah, they have, like, a plastic surgery robot, like, basically surgery-fy them to yeah. make them look exactly like these other people. And then get on, get on the spaceship... And they find out that the the couple that they murdered had a son. Yeah. And they have to be like, oh, hey, kid. And they're like, Dad, why, you never loved me before. Yeah, right? that's the weird thing. There's interesting twists and turns that I liked. Like, you would think there would be the atheists the atheist that were highly scientific and had greater technology. But it was actually the soul guys who had more. Um, and you would think that the religious people would be loving, caring parents. And they're not. They, yeah, they're bad. they fucking hate their children. Yeah, I think you know it, it's it's a, it is a really interesting show because it's hard to tr- try and figure out exactly what's you know what everyone's motivations are. You know, like we don't know uh, exactly where the necromancers came from. Supposedly they were killed by or they were invented by the Mithraic people. We find out in later episodes that um, they were they basically found a blueprint left from you know. Uh, the long past and basically built them from this blueprint. So they're building it, but they don't know exactly how it works, which is why she has all these crazy powers. Like she, she eventually has the power to, you know, birth a crazy snake monster, which which, that's the thing is what, like in the beginning, you think it was her creator uh, who, who told her to do it, but it's like, okay, there's an outside force that was tricking her into doing it. That doesn't actually get answered in this season. But I'm looking forward to next season, seeing what's going on. Yeah. Also, the outside force is constantly talking to um, the uh, Travis Femmel's character um, and driving him insane. He's also talking to his son or his adopted son. And then we find out lastly that it was probably talking to mother, too. So there's some some force on this planet that is causing weird things to happen. She also mentions that um, when she finds these creatures that live on the planet that they, they seem like they're de like devolving yeah. like in super mario brothers movie remember that <laughs> yeah. the devolution de-evolution ray um so yeah i'm 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 super juiced to see where the series goes next because it's just i don't know it's so fucking out there the snake when the snake came out i was like what? Yeah, I I wasn't expecting what that is at happening? all. I was not expecting that at all. I was yeah, I was expecting it to be something bad, like because you know that seemed to be kind of like the trend in this show is that hey, you know, bad things happen to these you know seemingly like okay robots, <laughs> except for Mother. She has her moments where she goes fucking crazy. Like hey, Christian, bitches be crazy sometimes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like even with androids. No, she, uh, like, she hella murdered her father. Yeah, father. Father's one of these characters that's consistently a good, a good yeah, character. He, he's like, he is like the best dude. He's the best. He's like, would you like to hear a joke, Gambin? Yeah, two androids walk into a bar, and then he just like, like, then mother murders him by stabbing <laughs> him on some crazy thing. Because okay, so 
to to make it, I guess, to make it seem fair, it's at the point where Cammy is by himself, and you, uh, father realizes, okay, he can't procreate by himself. Obviously, you know, <laughs> we can try. We, am I right, we Christian? We can try, yeah. but. So father decides it's probably best that we bring him to the soul group. At least that way he can live a life. He can, uh, you know, he's not going to. Be amongst st- his own people. Yeah, he's not going to starve here. And mother's like, nah. And father's like, well, this is probably the better thing to do. And then she murders him. And then she murders him. <laughs> and then. And to then, be fair, she brings him back later. But. Yeah, later on she murders another robot, takes his hard drive out or whatever, and powers up father again. He's like, you killed me, mother. And he's like, yeah. I did, but yeah. I was wrong. I'm sorry. Robot periods are crazy. Yeah. I was going all necromancer. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you bring up an interesting theory that they went back in time. Like, I think that's 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 definitely possible. Well, because also, like, in the beginning, it's desolate and desert and there's it's, like, barren. But when they go through on the other side, it's lush and there's plants. and it's- Well, they did talk about there's, like, a, a habitable, like, a rainforest tropical area of the thing. So I just took it. That they came out the other side. Well, I just figured they have to bring in a way why there's humanoid-like people and creatures. So I figured if they went back in time, they were the ones who set them there. Yeah. And then de-evolved later when they got there. Definitely possible. Also, there's that temple thing that they, they went to. where you know, that big uh, The hot thing? It, yeah, the thing it, that's like kind of hot and it has a hole in it that you're like, mm, should I put my dick in there? Yeah. I'll just put a hand in there. What's the temperature? Oh, it burns? Well, probably not. <laughs> Is it like a nice swarm or like um that's that's definitely interesting. I I just think that maybe they you know, there's got to be something going on with those freaking the holes in the ground. Like are they are they just from the snakes? But they seem like they go straight down. Yeah. They, they don't just go around. I I don't know. It's it's fucking weird, man. It's a it's a weird show. It's good, but and I can't wait to find out more about it. And that's the thing is, like, I normally don't like when it's weird. I'm like, I don't know where you're fucking going, but this is definitely still holding my attention. Also, I think uh, the atheist guy, atheist slash, then he becomes a soul uh, believer. I think he's gonna get powers because Ooh. the other guy shoved uh, her eye in him, which I thought it was like, oh, it's he's gonna die, but it oh, didn't. I, I I must have missed that. So it's so uh, her, so her her crazy. Uh, necromancer eyes yeah so he had one of her necromancer eyes in the little pouch and when the whole soul group decided all right you're fucking insane we're not gonna yeah. follow you anymore they beat the shit out of him and then he takes out the eye and makes him swallow it which is why at the end he's walking around all crazy and seeing like he's hallucinating oh so that's what caused him to go yeah. nutso that makes sense i guess because there was a voice there was a yeah. part where he had a chance to kill mother and there was a voice that sounds like let her live let her live it was the eyeball or whatever it is that's you know control yeah. that's voicing them like it's by design, whoever this outside force is is controlling and making the moves. So by design, he wanted him to have yeah. that. So yeah, see, I I, I must have missed the that was eyeball. in the last episode. That was in the last episode where you ate the eyeball. Yep, mm, I'll have to watch that, rewatch it again because I remember because can uh, not Cambian uh, but Paul there uh, the atheist son, uh, he was hearing voices too. He keeps hearing soul whisper to yeah. him. Um, and then mother obviously is kind of being led around the planet kind yeah. of thing, you know. And then interfaces with the the pod where she like virtually has sex with her maker. That was kind of a weird. When father was questioning her, what had happened in there? And she was like, "Oh, I saw the creator." It was an entanglement. Yeah, <laughs> she did. She, she fucking. Even... She fucking Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, it. she definitely did that, but <laughs> it was her wording. He's like, "Well, what happened?" He's like, "We exchanged information." I'm like, "Well, that's one fucking way that's of putting w- it." Well, that's one word for it. <laughs> you fucking, you fucking cheat, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. And he couldn't take it, you know. Yeah, he was jealous. He got the android hurt feelings. Yeah, he's just like, I didn't know I could feel this, and yeah. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it, mother. Yeah, and so what was he gonna do? Like the fucking G character he is, I'm just gonna erase my memory. Yeah, I'll just erase my memory so I won't hurt anymore. Yeah, yeah, so- he is. He is by far like my favorite character. I oh, think yeah. because he's just like, he's just always the best guy. Yeah. He's always like in it. Like he did want to murder that creature and eat it, though. But that he was, needed to feed his kids. That was to save the kids. So I mean, I mean, you know, what's a dad to do? Yeah. But I do love mother too. Like she is so out there and creepy. Um, I should know. I had I had the actress's name up here. Um, who knows? It could be. 
She's great. Amanda Collin. That she sounds right. Definitely looks like a robot. Yeah. No, she, like the way she acts and the way she's. Oh, this makes me feel really old. She was born in 1986. Also, like you don't. <sighs> she does a great job of you not knowing what she's gonna do next. Like right. She's completely. She's one that really like you don't know if she's if she's going to be reasonable or do something fucking crazy and explode you. Um, it is a really good show, and it's kind of like it's kind of like a show like Lost or Didn't The Leftovers. Lost. Didn't watch that either. Well, you should watch those. Um, but it's one of those ones that really keeps you guessing as to what's going on, and I'm sure once we finally figure it all out. It's going to be, like, so satisfying. Um, but, yeah, check it out, guys. Raised by Wolves, HBO Max. Um, and, you know, I'm sure that, you know, you're probably feeling it now that we're done with that show. Probably need something else to fill the void. Still got Lovecraft Country and The Boys. The Boys and Lovecraft Country, both very good. Um, what, what's, your, what's your opinion on the spoiler-free this time? What's your opinion of the boys season two so far? Oh, it's great. I, I you know, I remember parts Fucking of Black Noir. I won't say anything else, but Black Noir though. <laughs> all all of it is really good. It's really, really different from the graphic novel, but I think they're making smarter moves. Um The only thing I'll say, not that big a spoiler, I wish the dog was there. So in the graphic novel, the dog is everywhere. Um Um Damn, I'm forgetting the main character one of the main characters. Homelander? Not Homelander. Um, uh, Huey? No, but his his leader. Billy right? the Butcher? Yeah, Butcher. So Butcher has a dog, and I'm forgetting the dog's name, but he is like in every uh, comic book, and they just kind of hinted at him, and they teased oh, him. Oh, the little bulldog guy. Yeah. Well, you know. And he humps everything, which was a running gag. Like That's funny. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's, you know, first of all, hiring trained dogs are expensive, and, you know, the best trained dogs don't always hump on command. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's fair. So it's probably that it was probably a logistics thing. And know? if that and that's it, like that's my biggest critique, which is yeah, how great the fucking show is. It is great. The guy who plays Homelander is fucking awesome. Yeah. He play I mean he, he is plays so insane, great. Evil. So evil, so insane. Like when <laughs> I guess this might be a light spo- no, it's not. He, he, there's a spoiler where you find out that he's like banging this guy who can shift uh, what's the guy's name? His name is... Uh, I don't remember his name, but... Um, it's like Doppelganger. Doppelganger. So this would only be a spoiler if you haven't finished season one, which, why not? Why haven't you? Yeah, exactly. But, but he's he, he's like uh, he's like having sex with uh, the chick who used to be in, in charge of all of uh, Vice Which is industries. a weird relationship because he has like a mother-type relationship, but also like banger-type relationship. Like yeah. she used sex to control him. But then, like, at the end of the season... It's a weird, like, mom fetish yeah. weird thing. And so, like... At Even the with end, the milk, he's like, Jesus, like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yeah. It's so, so gross. But I, it's funny, because, like, yeah, she dies at the end of season one. So, spoiler, if you haven't seen that last year. She was murdered. She fucking died. She was murdered by Homelander. Yeah. Yeah, he, like, lasered her, yeah. eye, her brain out. And so, at one point, she shows up in season two, and I'm like, whoa, is he, like... Is he crazy or did he not really kill her? I mean, he kind of melted her, so it's hard to say. But it turns out it's it's Doppelganger, who's this like like gross nerd dude who like changes into her and he like fucks her and he's like And then after he shifted <laughs> back, he's like, change back now. He's like, I'm sorry, it's hard to hold and then he goes he goes yeah, back. He goes back. <laughs> oh, so gross. And then at one point he turns into Homelander and like starts like sucking his dick yeah. as himself. He was like, I don't know if he actually did, but he was about it. But Homelander was actually not like. He was kind of into it. Yeah, he was not all that against it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll try anything once. Yeah, <laughs> twice if I like it. Twice if I like it, but don't tell anybody. Um, and then uh, another good one uh, that I think you haven't seen yet, which you should check out, is called Utopia on Amazon Prime. It's an Amazon Prime original, and it's based off of like a British show of the same name, I'm pretty sure. Um, and it's here's the premise. So, you know, see if you're see if you're interested in. It starts off with a comic book. Okay. Already in, right? Ready. Um, the first comic book was called Dystopia. Okay. And it kind of came out, no one really knew where it came from, but it had this like cult following of super fanboys who just like loved it. 
And as the fanboys analyzed it more and more, they started finding little clues in the panels of the comic book that kind of pointed out all of these like crazy life altering, um, you know, events on the planet. Like that actually happened. That actually happened. So the Simpsons. So, well, yeah, ki- I mean, <laughs> kind of, but more like malicious, like they would find like uh, hints of like, you know, the West Nile virus or it was a lot of, a lot of viruses like, uh, like the hantavirus, um, you know, H1N1, bird flu, you know, all these things are like hidden within this comic book. And then, um, and the comic book came out way before any of that stuff actually happened. And then people kind of looked back at it, you know, fanboys looked back and they're like, oh my God, it was all right here the whole time. So then it's discovered that there is a sequel to the comic book, not dystopia, but utopia. And so basically uh, this group of uh, friends who, you know, meet in an online chat room uh, fan forum for the first book, they decide that they're going to try to get it and try to stop the stuff before it happens. But then they get pulled into like this crazy conspiracy thing. And it's, it's really good. I, I comic books and conspiracies. I mean, yeah, like you should, even the first two episodes, some shit happens where I'm like, what the fuck? It is, it is nuts, man. Um, and then by the end of it, you're just like, God, what, what is going to happen next? Cause, um, also, John Cusack's in it. Oh, nice. Gotta love John Cusack. Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson's oh, in it. Oh, really? Too. Dwight Schrute. Okay. Yep. He's in it too. Um, and I think those are the only real main people in it. Um, like, I, I recognize a couple people from like smaller roles here and there. But man, it is good, a good show. I burned through it in like two days because it was just like, it's one of those things I just couldn't. Like one episode after another, I'm like, oh, give me more. Amazon, What's right? got to happen? Amazon Prime. Okay. All right. Um, so check it out. I'd say, you know, let us know what's your favorite, um, you know, new shows, maybe like some, you know, unheard, uncovered little gems floating around in the, the stream, streamiverse, you know, because we are dying for content. Um, if you haven't seen it, Lovecraft Country, we mentioned briefly. Definitely watch that. Jamie Chung gets really naked in it. It's pretty cool. A whole cool. lot. A whole lot naked, um, but it's also just a really good show. Yeah, it's I mean, so good. There's just a little bonus stuff here and there. It's so good. I've read um, the chick from uh, uh, not Suicide Squad, um, Birds Suicide. of Prey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Birds of Prey is in it. The chick who played uh, Black Canary, White Canary. She's Black Canary. Black Canary. She's definitely black. <laughs> no, but that's that's an amazing show. Um, it's. As someone who uh, read the book, um, you can read the book, watch the show. They are different, but in this last episode, they did a great little tie-in. Little Stephen King-esque. Yes, yes. Tie-in. If, mm-hmm. if like, the show, the m- makers of this show, if they were to be given the license, that was exactly what I was thinking when they did that twist. Yep. Thank you for bringing it up. Like, I, if they gave these guys the Stephen King universe, it could be done amazingly. Mm-hmm. It could all be tied in, but they did a cool little tie-in. Uh, for those who read the book or are reading the book, you'll catch it on this last episode. And what's cool is, you know, I have hope for, like, a Stephen king averse thing. because In our lifetime, I hope. Yeah, because he's been on fire lately. Like, his last several movies have been very good. Outsider, also on HBO, was very good. Yeah, uh, It, Chapter 1s and 2s were both really good. I don't think Dr. Sleep got enough love. Dr. Sleep was fucking amazing. It was an but I don't think it got the love that it, it didn't. It, it deserved. It didn't get it the love that it deserved. Because people were like, Dr. Sleep, it had a bad like here's what I'll say about Dr. Sleep. And I, I hate saying this because I loved both the book and the movie. The the title was like it was not referential enough to the shining. And if people had known that it was a sequel to The Shining or it had been, you know, like really um, marketed a little bit better, I think it would have done much maybe, better. Maybe, maybe. I hope that it's one of those films that just was beyond its time, like it's loved well, it's, a whole it's, lot later. It's very well received amongst fans. Yeah. So so it's already gotten a little bit of that. Um, but man, Ewan McGregor was great in that. And the chick who played, uh, uh, was it, Joseph, Rose the Hat? Yeah. She was awesome. The little you know, girl was great. What I was reading is that she, um, that one scene, well, it's one scene. I'm not going to fuck up the whole movie for you. 
when they murder the little boy for the steam. Oh yeah. Apparently that scene really fucked her up, like psychologically. Yeah. Like she, like she was talking about how like you know she hated doing it. Um, and, you know the director was pushing her like. To yeah, it was really more. crazy. They actually murdered that kid. Well, and I mean they went, you know, do our you know get the performance <laughs> you want however you can. <laughs> But man, really, really committed to that role. <laughs> it was one of those when, like, when I read in the book, it's like typical Stephen King, and it was like, you it know, was so rough. Yeah, it was rough to read. And I'm like, they're definitely not going to go far in the movie. And I'm like, holy shit. Well, they didn't go as far as the book, but I mean, there were some implications of what they were doing. I was like, holy shit. I didn't think they were going to go that far in the movie. Yeah, it was, man, Doctor Sleep, so good. If you haven't seen that one, watch that one immediately. It's on HBO Max, I believe. Oh, yeah. I think so. I'm still. Gonna it's on one of the streaming. Ones. I'm gonna buy it. Just I spend I my life one. on streaming services now. Like I don't. I can't go anywhere, so I just stream things and shovel food into my mouth. Nice. That's basically all I do. Alrighty, Christian. Well, that just about does it for us today. Um, make sure you guys check out nerdswithfriendspodcast.com for all of our info as far as Netflix. I mean, not Netflix. <laughs> YouTube, soon Netflix. Netflix is next. We're coming for you, Netflix. We got some ideas to pitch. Um, (laughs) But uh, do we have one more ad? I think we're supposed to put an ad. No, we don't have to put an ad. It just comes at the end, Christian. Oh, okay, sorry. So, hey, if you want to hear another ad, just wait till after the song, (laughs) and and you guys will get to listen to it. I'll just I'll put something wacky. I'm new to Age of Radio. We're figuring this shit out as we go. (laughs) Don't worry, Christian. Cody knows how things work. Um, but, uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to check out, like I said, nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. It's where you find all of our info, YouTube, Instagram, Facebookings, Twitters, anything else really that like Stitcher, Spotify, it's all on there. It's all there. It's all on there. Ooh, I got to update it for age of radio though. So good reminder. Um, but thanks Christian for, uh, holding it down and bringing this stupid fucking, the people love the gremlin gremlin. I hate it, but (laughs) People love it. Whatever. To all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night.